If you're an established woman in tech who is creating results and making an impact at work, so your workload and stress just keep growing, but promotions and salary bumps remain a distant dream, it's time for a change. Listen, we all know the tech industry has dramatically changed. It's time your career approach did too. You don't need cookie cutter programs or dusty advice from outdated playbooks because What works for tech bros won't work for you. You need individualized, bespoke support to build your brave career. One that reflects who you are as a woman in tech. I invite you to explore career coaching with me. Get all the details, including prices and client results at tricksteinbach.com. You can stress less work less, and earn more. You've already earned it. Let's make it happen. Welcome to the Celebrate Brave podcast. I'm Nicole Trick-Steinbach, your host and the international bravery coach on a mission to redefine brave, how we identify it, live it, And most importantly, celebrate it. Because when you build your brave, you change your world. And that changes the world. Talk about something to celebrate. Let's go. Hello, brave people. So today we have for me a really exciting interview. Please welcome Janet Soriano to the Celebrate Brave podcast. So Janet, and for those of you who I know a lot of my former colleagues, I know two of my former bosses, they actually listen to this podcast. For those of you, a very special kind of knock, nudge, nudge, Janet actually just redid my website, as well as all of the background processes. She kept me accountable. She kept me creative. (laughs) And every time I have shown someone the draft, because I I get to the point where I can't see the forest for the trees anymore, there's a gasp (laughs) that I'm there in this special way. And as we were working together, and Janet was a referral from a connected person that we have, and as we were working together, I found out more and more about Janet, and as we were getting close to website launch, I actually asked her if she'd be willing to share on this gorgeous interview process. So (laughs) Janet has the coolest path to technology and to web design that I've heard so far, It is a competition, of course. (laughs) She has a background in ER. She has done all kinds of product. She is like an entrepreneur through and through. And she's also a mom, which I think is really exciting. Janet lives on the East Coast. And like I said, she managed to manage me even through my silliness and how I go all over the place. So Janet, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hi, hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me. Is there anything you want to add um, to that? 
No, I think you said it so well, and I'm in, in awe of your wonderful words. And I'm just so thankful to be here. So, Janet shared with me a little bit about the brave story that she wants to share. As you start, Janet, I want to just inspire everybody to go back to that time you were doing something for the first time and some of the lessons that you gathered and some of the experiences as you listen to Janet. So Janet, oh, take us back. (laughs) Well, like I said, well, I haven't said it. (laughs) I am a web designer. But I didn't start off that way, right? My very first business idea was not web design. It was actually selling small drop clothing that I would like take from like a dropship store and um, sell them online. And I actually started learning about entrepreneurship because I read this book called Girl Boss, which is amazing by Sofia Amoruso. And it really inspired me to like, hey, I can get my own store online and I can start selling cute clothes and actually make money online and have my own business. And since I was a little girl, I I was always, always captivated by the creativity of entrepreneurship. I even went to a high school for careers and business, but I didn't what? go that route of <laughs> career so cool. business. I actually didn't graduate from a business school. I went to do nursing at the very first beginning because my father wanted me to be a nurse or a doctor because so-and-so, that would be the thing that would make me rich and make me more money and make me successful. (laughs) And I had to be educated and, you know, get my degree. And and that was like the belief that was ingrained in me since I was a little girl. But fast forward to that book and reading and getting inspired to starting my own business, I started the website for selling clothing. And I soon hit a wall where I understood that I needed to do some kind of like SEO, just search mm-hmm. engine optimization to be able to be searched on Google and understand like how people can do more marketing around that. And I stumbled upon an agency. It was a marketing agency and they sold to me this beautiful package that looked amazing that they would do that amazing SEO for me. And I would see my big vision come to life and see how I would get more sales on my website and have it all. And I, I was sold, right. And I I took the opportunity and business and entrepreneurship is all about risk. And it was about like making investments and stuff. So I made my very first investment and it was like around $700 for this SEO package which then became something that I got very frustrated around because they didn't deliver on their promise. So they told me the vision and the dream that I wanted to see for my website. But then they didn't deliver on the promise. They just gave me some keyword searching and told me, okay, so that's it. Put it on your website and you're on your way. (laughs) And little naive (laughs) Janet at 20 years old, thought that she would get rich because she had great SEO on her website. And then it was a hard, hard experience to feel that I was first ripped off of my money. (laughs) How much money are we talking about? $700. It wasn't even like, you know, a big, big investment. But for me at the time, I wasn't getting any clients. So I didn't have that 
money yeah, around, you know? I think that's a pretty big investment. <laughs> I mean, if we think about, you know, the average American for our global audience, the average American in the United States is earning around $7 an hour. That's a hundred hours of an average American person registered to pay tax in the United States. I mean, that, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's when I realized I got ripped off and they really just sold to me on a level where it was like a five minute call on a phone call. And they just like, do you want this to happen? Do you want your website to get more clients? Do you want? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> feeding on the vision. Of course I want that. Okay. What's that? I'll, I'll give you my credit card. And then after that feeling of like, oh my God, they just took my money and didn't deliver on the service. And I felt like I'm a poor decision maker. I don't know how to be a CEO of my business. It was kind of like my first real feeling of failure, of feeling like, you know, I failed on something. I took a risk and I fell flat on my face and it I started crying. I started feeling like I couldn't do it. Yeah. I guess that would be like my moment of bravery to actually go through that moment of feeling all the feels because you're feeling frustrated at the time because you get ripped up for your money and then you're feeling like a failure of yourself because you think you made like the worst decision ever and then you never come back from that <laughs> or that you yeah. make that money again. It just felt like the end of the world was happening <laughs> back then. Mm -hmm. But my brave moment would be I didn't let that, even though it stopped me at the moment to really think and go through that moment, I didn't stop me in the long term of building my business. Fast forward to that moment, I decided that I wasn't really into selling clothing because I'm a, I'm a girl that just, you know, puts anything on and... <laughs> And just go both <laughs> with it. I am not a fashionista. So I decided I want to do something else. And I went on my second idea. And I built another website for that second idea, which was event planning. Had a couple of clients on event planning. I was actually doing like events for like networking and business, entrepreneurship. I was like all into that creative stuff. Then figured out I didn't really like all the thing that goes on into event planning, it was a lot of overwhelmed. My third business idea, which was life coaching. But I was 21, living with my stepmother and bartending on the weekends while still in school. <laughs> oh my gosh, so wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. How, How old were you? How 21. old were you when you started this? So you 20. Okay, so when did you start your clothing? I was like 20 when I was 20. Yeah, that same year. Shut the door. That is amazing. <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to totally interrupt you. Mm -hmm. I was an executive at a tech company and I didn't know what I was going to do. I've never told this story before. This is why you sharing your story is so powerful because it gives me permission and many other people permission. I've never shared this story before. Okay. So I was a tech executive. I had already worked in 20 some countries and I knew that I needed a change and I didn't know what that change would be. So pulling down an executive salary, I spent $500 on an online entrepreneurial class 
that in no way, shape, or form filled my expectations to the point where I thought, oh, I misunderstood. I went back and reread the copy and realized, no, I did understand and it doesn't fulfill. That $500 and I was 34, five, I was in my 30s. I had a lot of experience. Set me back to step into entrepreneurial spaces for two years. For two Mm. years. You were 19, 20, and 21, and you're like, oh my gosh, failure, failure. I'm going to try again. That is enormous. Yeah. (laughs) Holy moly. Thank you. Okay. Keep going, girl. I need to know more. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So when I was 21, I'm still not that old, <laughs> but no, you're really not. Been, you know, and I, I always say entrepreneurship is like a roller coaster. It's like up and down, up and down, up and down. Unless you quit and get off the, it's always going to be that way. Right. And you just got to like enjoy the ride while you're in it. <laughs> and whenever you want to step off, you can step off. But as long as you're in the entrepreneur space, that roller coaster is always going to be on and the up and downs are going to happen. And then I started learning a lot around, I would never sell my services and never deliver on my promises. And that was like the very first lesson I learned in my first investment that I made, which is I am going to be of service and I am going to (laughs) sell whatever I'm going to sell, but I am going to deliver on my promise always. And my third business idea was life coaching. Like I said, yeah. When I was 21 and I was living with my stepmother, bartending on the weekends, going to school full-time in college, studying for nursing because that's what my father wanted me to do, but still having that entrepreneurship, listening to podcasts, listening to um, videos, like learning around what business is all about and marketing. And I was just all in on that at the very beginning. Like the very two to three years, it was just a learning experience. Just learning, 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 not really implementing much until I was like, okay, I've been learning so much. I know so much about business. I know how to get clients. What do I really love to do? And (laughs) ta-da, designing. I looked back and I was like, out of all this experience that I had, these past three business ideas, what is the most thing that I've been spending so much time on and that I've been loving to do? Websites. I created those three websites on my own, learned everything around WordPress, learned the backend, you know, the techie side, spent hours and hours looking for a program or software. And I just fell in love with the backend technology of like the challenges that it brings to like understand how to put a menu together, how to, you know, make it look cute and all that. But also still learning the marketing aspect of this because at the end of the day, if your website, <laughs> it could look beautiful, pretty fonts, pretty pictures. But if it's not speaking to your ideal client, if it's not having the marketing foundations that it needs, it's not going to be effective. And I combine those two into my service, which is why I'm able to deliver such an amazing website that's not just beautiful and cute, but effective to your business. There's so many gems in there. 
The magic (laughs) and discovering your magic is one piece. It took me much longer and a lot more external input for me to realize my magic. That is, I think it's very difficult. And I love how open you are about what other people expected and choosing, okay, I'm going to keep going. You know, I've made this choice. I'm going to go down this path, but I'm also going to put their wants and their needs and their love for me into my life, but not block it, which is amazing. And also, you know, most of the people who listen to this podcast are in the tech industry. You are a heart-driven, passionate woman in tech. And it's not about your certifications. It's not about somebody gave you some sort of title. It's that you followed your heart and your passion. The other thing that I'm going to call out because you didn't call it as a client, you make it so (laughs) simple and almost enjoyable. It's just... Ah, thank you. (laughs) Actually, I know for a fact because I've been a part of a corporate rebranding and I've been a part of a middle-sized company's web design. And I also, this is my third, (laughs) y'all, third iteration of my website. It doesn't always need to be that way, but you have a passion and a skill level and a commitment that is very special. Ah, That's so amazing. That's why I call it like the creative journey. It's a creative journey that you go with me. It's not just, hey, build my website. It's a creative journey that we all go together. And there's moments of overwhelming because I, mm-hmm. we got those. Um, and then there's moments of confusion where we just need to hop on a call, talk it out and go through the process. Absolutely. And the bravery to have failed and to gotten back up and to make better, probably to ask better questions and make better investments for you. What works mm-hmm. for you? Oh I actually goodness. don't regret that very first investment I made because in, it really propelled me to have this type of service that I have now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, exactly. I made a different investment and it was much more expensive. It was a, an, an expensive learning. I was on the phone with someone for only 15 minutes and I made a series of assumptions about our human values, that we were aligned with human values and we weren't. And as a result, I still paid the money. I had signed a contract and I followed through. So $2,500 out the door. And then I I said, you know, I just, I cannot in good conscience continue to be a part of this. I believe that no human is illegal, right? Love is love. Black lives matter. Like all these things. And I just can't, in my integrity, I can't continue doing business, but here's the money. Keep it. And since then, I've actually changed my business model. I spend an hour on the phone with potential clients because of that experience. Because when we get off the phone, I want to know we are aligned in values and in the type of work that we're going to do together and make sure that my investment of my time, my services, my magic is in line with theirs, but also their investment is going to bring them further. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So what is the advice that you give to people when they are thinking about, you know, stepping closer to technology, they're thinking about stepping into entrepreneurial spaces, they're thinking about taking a risk? 
What's a piece of advice you would give them? I would say, like the roller coaster again. You're the one deciding to get on it. <laughs> All you have to know is that it's going to go up and down. It's going to go in circles because mm-hmm. when you get on a roller coaster, you know that's going to happen. <laughs> and even when you're like on the top of like the little hill, like, you know, those roller coasters where they go up, like very slowly, like that's the very first beginning when you're like learning all the entrepreneurship, you know, foundations, the marketing, the everything that you need to like learn to be able to sell to your people. And it's like that chuk, 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 up, 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 up. And then you're like on that very top and you, it's time for you to make that investment. <laughs> and it's time for you to make that leap. And you're like, oh, so this is what it feels like. <laughs> and then when you're like just in it, you just enjoy it. And you're like, oh my God, that was amazing. Even if you felt all the fears and you feel all the, you know, the struggles and the pain that goes with it, it's still amazing. So my advice would be, if you decide to get on a roller coaster, just know it's a roller coaster and it's mm-hmm. going to have, it's up and downs and you've got to roll with it and enjoy the journey. Yeah. And having had a career in corporate spaces and, and male dominated spaces, it's just a different roller coaster. So have all the feels, <laughs> have yeah. all the feels, all the wins, all the nervousness and exhilaration and, and trying to identify when it's negative and when it's positive, excited energy. Yeah. That's so good. So and then being able to navigate. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good point. Oh my goodness. So much wealth into this. And I'm still going to ask for more. So last question. Nope, I lied. Not yeah. not the last question. Second to last question. Who is your brave role model? I would say my father. Because even though he had other expectations of me and I was supposed to be this successful doctor or nurse that he wanted me to be, when I told him that I am going to go for my business, even though he didn't fully believe that I could make it happen, he never got in the way of saying, no, you shouldn't try it. Or he never like ingrained in me that it's impossible or that I won't be able to do it. He never fully believed until like I have it. Like now I have the business and he knows like, oh, so you're making money. But when at the very beginning, when I wasn't making any money in my business, yeah, but what is it that you do again? (laughs) He didn't fully understand, but he never put a stop to me or disencouraged me to, to not go for it. And he understood when I changed my major and I remember I was in nursing school and I failed one of my nursing classes. And if I was in a public school, so if I failed one nursing class, I was out of the program and I failed that program. And I called him and I told him, dad, I'm so sorry. I can't be a nurse. This is just not cut out for me. I called him crying, but he was like, I still love you no matter what you choose. Yeah. So 
as a fellow parent, obviously child, <laughs> grandchild, <laughs> et cetera, that is exactly how I want my children to always, always feel. And that is just such a beautiful moment to share with us. I mean, you and I are moms. We know. Of course, we're nervous for our kids. Of course, we want them to be safe and financially free and emotionally supported and also happy. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Janet, so many pearls of wisdom and experience. And I am so grateful for you sharing your story. I shared a little bit. And I know that other people are going to be inspired by these stories of never letting something become a failure. Beautiful. Yes. So Janet is accepting new clients in 2021. I will tell you. It's totally worth it. It is a complete experience. (laughs) So go over to her website. It will be in the show notes, but also go over. If you're ready to really up how you talk about your business, how you show up online, and the back office processes, Janet has really helped me. I am so excited because now my business can scale even more. I'm at that new of going up the roller coaster (laughs) hill of scaling. And I know I'm set up. So Gina, I just have to really thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being my partner for the last couple of months. Is there any last word you want to leave the audience with? Thank you so much. Any last words would be just you decide whether you get on the roller coaster or you just want to hop off and that's the power of entrepreneurship, that it's a journey, whether you want to take it on or not. It has its beauty. It has its ups and downs, but it's definitely worth it. <laughs> There's no better way to end this. You decide. You decide. Oh, thank you for my heart and for my audience. Thank you so much. And that concludes our interview. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Celebrate Brave podcast. If you're ready to build your brave, to live a life you love and create a career that matters to you, reach out. Together, we can spend time one-on-one to explore how I can help you. And until then, share this episode with people in your life, people who can join our movement to redefine brave, how we identify it, experience it, and celebrate it.